Time for the second half and uh, we're attacking the mini stand end in the second half as we always like to do. Now this piece of grass that I have here in this plastic bag. I'm intrigued. There's I a little bit, bit of a sound effect for you. I was yeah. turning out some stuff at home yesterday. Oh like dear, you were you? In <laughs> the bottom a, of a always drawer. Always a dangerous thing. It's, um, it's a Lloyds Bank money bag. It's got a piece <laughs> of dry old grass in it. Oh no. And a piece of paper that says Barnet Underhill Centre Spot. 4.55pm, May the 5th, 2001. Well, well, well. So I was obviously moved enough by the Battle of Barnet to go onto the pitch you afterwards. Must have been, you must have been emotional. Grab a piece of turf and put it away for posterity. 3-2. So <laughs> there we go. Yeah, yeah. 15 years later. One of the longest afternoons I can remember uh, as a United supporter stroke reporter. Yeah. My goodness, wasn't that a long day? So um, there's a piece of sporting memorabilia there. If somebody wants to make me an offer for it, <laughs> I'm not yeah. selling. Uh, United, th uh, Barnet two, United three. Yeah. United stayed up. Barnet went down. Everything on the line on the last day of the season. Jason Rees cracked one in, yeah, didn't he? Yeah. Um, David Graham. Yeah. Um, uh, their goalkeeper got hurt, didn't he? He uh, did. Lee Harrison yeah. quite early in the game, and they had to have a subkeeper on. And we had to withstand an onslaught down the down the underhill slope in the second half. Um, Stuart, our goalkeeper, goalkeeper saved a penalty. No, Stuart, Stuart Jones, Stuart Jones Stuart saved Jones. a penalty in the second half. Great game. Anyway, that's um, that explains the piece of glass well, on terrific. the desk. Well done. Back to the subject of Kiefer Moore, though. What what are the chances of him staying a little longer? Do you think? Uh, I can't help thinking that probably the likelihood is mainly because of fixtures, apart from anything else, that he may go back. And then United may try and tackle yeah. if he hadn't gone somewhere else in the meantime, which is another worry. Does happen, doesn't um, it? Uh, again in January. The fact is that after next Tuesday's game against Dagenham, uh, uh, United don't play again until an FA Trophy tie That's on, on the December 10th, the 10th. Yeah. Now, even if he's still on loan at United, which he would be by then, um, uh, I can't see... Forest Green allowing him to play in the FA Trophy they might, I, d I don't know um, then it's York away on the 17th which I don't think is loan covers Kevin yeah. Nicholson was saying the other day and then you're straight into two Christmas matches Boxing Day and New Year's Day against Forest Green anyway and his parent club is not going to do Unlike, what Shrewsbury did with Jake Robinson there you go. and let him and, play and, forget and score against him quite. Yeah. Um, now <laughs> what are the chances of getting him back then well there are rumours that Forest Green uh, will almost certainly throw a bit more money at it in the new year in the January transfer window because Dale Vince, the chairman there, and everybody at Forest Green is so desperate to, mm. to finally get into the football league this time. Well, if that happens and even more forwards arrive at the new lawn, yeah. they might be looking to get people off the wage bill. Uh, for me, one of the... I, don't get me wrong. I, I think if Kiefer Moore had his choice of any club in the conference to go to, it'd be here. Yeah. Um, but it's surely not beyond the realms of possibility that one or two other clubs, maybe even in League Two, will have been looking yeah. over the last couple of games here. Uh, uh, any scouts that were at Playmore on Tuesday night, maybe even from League Two clubs, would yeah. have to go. Whoa. He's worth thinking about. Exactly, and you um, couldn't blame him if they if he, came in with a decent offer. There you and, go. And, yeah, to move up. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. Uh, um, uh, obviously, if a takeover goes through at Playmore, and that, we'll we'll, yeah. we'll get onto that, and uh, in a minute, um, and things pick up in the new year, well, 
know, maybe that things, that's one of the first crossed. bits of business they need to look at. Well, yeah, that's if, right. If the I opportunity mean, it's, arises. It's, it's, it's it's so frustrating that these things sometimes happen, and it's not. It's, <laughs> we weren't in the least surprised to hear Kevin Nicholson say on Tuesday night. He said he didn't actually celebrate the third goal because <laughs> he, 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 he immediately went, "Oh no!" <laughs> See, two might have passed under the radar, Correct, but, but the hat trick, but, but a hat trick, and becoming top scorer in the space of two quite, games. He immediately th- thought, yeah. you know, uh, my first phone call tomorrow morning has got to be to Mark Cooper. Mark Cooper and, yeah. and, and as he said, to book the bunch of flowers. <laughs> um, so it's, you know, these and things And this happened often... to us before with Johnny Marquis, didn't it? Oh, jo- good, yeah, yeah, Johnny Marquis came on yeah. loan, did swept all well, before him. Did almost too well. And then he and, went um, back to Millwall uh, yeah. and then went he out on loan again somewhere else, he, didn't he? He got injured. He liked it here and he was coming yeah. back because he was up for... You know the fight to keep us yeah. to try and keep us up, um, and uh, but he went. He got a bit of a knock. I remember we were playing Bristol Rovers at home on Boxing Day, I think, and he was all set to come down for that, or was it Argyle? I can't quite remember. Yeah, uh, went back to Millwall. The loan ran out. He recovered from injury, and guess who stepped in? Northampton. Yeah, and that's right. I, remember. I think Northampton virtually picked up all his wages instead of half of it. Yeah, they stayed up. We went down. Enough said. Um, so. Be nice if that didn't happen this time. Oh it? God, yeah, and and I, I, you know, he's he's any manager at this level would want to send a forward, and and also interestingly enough, when he went off, all credit to Luther uh, Luther Blissett, Nathan Blissett, yeah, for going on in the last twenty minutes. He's been dropped to the subs bench yeah. on Tuesday night. He went on in the last twenty minutes and really put himself. He gave about, it a right go. Didn't he, he did, yeah, and and. Uh, funny enough, I've been a, a sort of a blissed supporter really this season. Even you know during the times early in the season when he didn't really wasn't really going for him, but he must have looked on Tuesday night and thought, "Whoa, <laughs> I've got to go up a gear." Here. Yeah. Um, and I thought he looked pretty he good did. in the last twenty he minutes. Did, Very yeah. unlucky, unlucky not to score. Yeah, the ball kind of got caught under his foot yeah. for one, didn't and, it? You um, thought he was going to put it so in. So if the effect of yeah, Kiefer Moore is to is to is to lift Blissett up a, a, a notch, then. Everyone's a winner, aren't they? That's right. So, what news of the uh, the potential takeover? The they? takeover. Yeah. Well, um, uh, I understand that um, uh, one or two members of uh, you know the consortium or the group that's been looking at the club most recently uh, were due to come down on Tuesday night. They didn't for one reason or another. Immediately, the people who heard that have jumped on the thing and thought, "Oh, well, that means it's all gone pear shaped." I, I don't think that's that's necessarily true. Um, uh, uh, I mean, obviously, only the people sat around the boardroom table at Plainmore know yeah. know the exact situation on that. Um, uh, it 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 was and is a, a serious yeah. bid, um, uh, and and what they've seen over the last two games, because not forgetting the the hard one point, point against Rex, that's right, um, will have encouraged them. Surely. Well, you would think so, wouldn't yeah. you? Um, uh, I think it's worth bearing in mind. Every uh, Dave Phillips, who 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 constantly tries to be positive about all these things and send out reasonably positive messages, as he did a couple of weeks ago, saying we hope that a deal will be done by the end of this month. And I absolutely understand and accept yeah. that, and all, we all do. But there is there, there is one key date that everybody should keep bearing in mind, which is January the 31st, mm-hmm. when, as far as we know, the gaming international debt yeah. uh, uh, needs to be paid, or the club can... Yeah. Can is that a word pass into their hands now? Whether Gaming International actually want 
to <laughs> to acquire the shares and keep them is is you know yeah a, 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 an unknown quantity. But so it's a in bit other of, words, bit it of doesn't a cliff have to be. It doesn't have to, it? you know yeah. a deal. No deal has to be done no. by the day after tomorrow or anything like that. And people shouldn't just run away with the idea that because something doesn't happen within the next say week or so, that everything's gone pear shaped. It's um, going to be a strange period, isn't it, with with potentially no football at well, Playmore, and that creates its own problems. A small crowd there on Tuesday night, absolutely. With the, you know, with, with the season ticket holders, probably not all that many people paying over the gate no, on Tuesday night. No, very difficult, difficult times, uh, and and obviously everybody's keeping their fingers crossed that United get a home draw yeah. on Monday and in uh, Monday's draw in the FA Trophy. Of course, that that gate would have to be split as well, anyway. But. Yeah. Um, and I would have thought that if United are drawn at home in the trophy on the fifth, on the tenth of December, beg your pardon, um, they they might well seriously look at a, at, a, at a ticket offer that day yeah. uh, to see if they They're can't fill the place up. That's yeah. right, and and, yeah. and um, uh, I, you know it's. I think w- w- when when you're thinking about buying a football club like Torquay United, uh, a, a lower division football club. And also one in United situation with all the pluses that it's got, great ground, yeah, bit of potential, good supporters, etc., etc., etc. You have to be absolutely set to do it. Mm. It's not like something you sit down over a cup of coffee and say you quite fancy it. You've got to be fully aware of all the problems, yeah. the investment, you know, uh, that, that's going to need to go in, and you've got to be damn determined to go ahead and do it, and. You've got to be able to get over the odd little disappointment, maybe, or the odd problem that, yeah. may, that may crop up. If you allow little things like that to push you off, then you're probably not the right people to take it over in the first place. True. That's it. We're coming to the end of, of this week's podcast. It's Tranmere on Saturday, Dagenham and Redbridge on Tuesday. The away fans will be enjoying those two. Uh, we'll be back next week, home game or no home game, with another podcast and hopefully with some more news on the takeover. Thank you for listening. Back next weekend. Come on, you yellows. <laughs>